Welcome to the Faith Renewed Podcast. I'm Pastor Terry Rogers, and I want to thank you for listening to this message. If you want to learn more about Faith Renewed, check us out online at faithrenewed.org. your first time with us. It may be in-house as first-time family. It may be at home as first-time family, but we always love to just, just welcome you and tell you that we're glad God sent you here today. So well, faith family, would you let our first-time family know you love them? Let them know you're glad to hear. <clears throat> yeah, amen. If, you, if you're joining us online, don't forget, comment below. Let us know where you tune in at or click on that new here link. We just love to know where you're worshiping from, and uh, how, again, this message is being reached in other places other than this room. Amen? I mean, those gospels going around the world, and uh, I love it. It's so cool. It's so cool. Well, uh, if, you, if you come here often, you know we do this. If this is your first time, you may not, but we go to the Bible every week. And so grab your sword, if you would, and go with me to 1 Corinthians chapter 12. 1 Corinthians chapter 12. And... Um, if you use the YouVersion Bible app, you can do this right now. Actually, click on that YouVersion link and click more and then events, and you'll actually be able to follow along with me, and, uh, and you can read along. It'll also be on the screen for you, free of charge, and uh, verses 1 through 11 is what we'll read. Kind of a lengthy, but it needs to be read because this is good. Amen? Well, verses 1 through 11, it says, Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, all right, now, concerning spiritual gifts, brothers, so he's speaking about something that must be in existence or he wouldn't be speaking about it. All right, so, so now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I, I do not want you to be ignorant. And um, you know that you were Gentiles carried away to these dumb idols, however you were led. And therefore, I make known to you that no one speaking by the Spirit of God calls Jesus accursed. And no one can say that Jesus is the Lord except by the Holy Spirit. Amen. There are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. All right, so there's multiple spirits, uh, gifts of the Spirit, but the same Spirit who is the source. There are differences of ministries, but the same Lord. And there are diversities of activities, but it is the same God who works all in all. But the manifestation of the Spirit is to given to each one for the profit of all. For to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit, to another the word of knowledge through the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, and to another gifts of healings by the same Spirit, to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, and to another different kinds of tongues. To another, the interpretation of tongues. But one and the same Spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually as he wills. <laughs> Spiritual gifts today, if you ain't figured that out. Amen. <clears throat> Let's pray. God, thank you today for your Spirit, and thank you for the gifts that come with the Spirit. God, we just thank you for what you're doing, and we're just hungry for more of you. And may you pour your Spirit out on every person in the room, every person tuned in today. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. We're in a series right now called 
Why? All right, thank you. You've been, you've been watching. You've been listening. Amen? Call why. And uh, we're learning. We're growing. We're digging in deeper and, uh, you know, looking at Scripture and sharing why we believe what we believe, why we do what we do, why faith renewed looks like it looks. And so there's a lot of, lot of messages already out there on this series, so I encourage you, go listen to those. If you've missed any of them, I encourage you to go dig in and get in that word. And, and, uh, and again, I promise you, I think, uh, again, God will bless you as you spend time there, and I believe you'll learn and grow. Amen? Well, today I want to do this. I want to continue on in this series. Uh, last week we looked at why the baptism of the Holy Spirit and today I want to look at wine, spiritual gifts. All right, now this is what's cool. We've been learning about who the Spirit is. It's the Holy Spirit. It's God who comes. And, and again, He's good. and He's a gift to us. And so we've been learning. And what's beautiful about this God who brings those gifts, I love that people have been like hungering for those things. And we're seeing it happen. People, man, are, are being filled. And, man, God's working in lives. We, we're hearing testimonies right now of people who are filled and who have never been filled with the Spirit of God before. People who are hungry now more than they have ever ever been before. I'm like, man, this is good news. And I love it. And I love this. I love when I get feedback about, again, how the Word is like helping someone. They're growing in that. I had a text this week, and I love it. Uh, it, it was just so cool. Just an encouragement about, man, they're, again, what they're learning from, from the Scriptures, from this series, and how God is working in their life, and how they're being opened up to the Holy Spirit in a new way. And I, I love it. They shared this text with me. And in this text, they shared a quote. It's by Reese Howell. Uh, from like the 1800s, uh, a minister from back that day. And this is what it says. I love this. It says, the church knows more about Jesus, who was only here for 33 and a half years, than it knows about the Holy Spirit, who has been here over 2,000 years. Come on, amen. And so, now I love this. And again, we're not lessening Jesus in that. And we know Jesus was there before the beginning. And, and so, again, you can dig in that theologically and pull some things. And, but this is what I believe. I, I think a lot of times we just look at the life of Jesus and we miss the Spirit of God who comes and who Jesus said this, I have to go away, but I'm going to send you another. And he was talking about the Holy Spirit. So that's what he was saying to us. And so this is what I love. As we dig into the Spirit of God, this is something that's been on our heart from day one. It has been, as a church, we have been hungry, man, to just go after God. We've preached Jesus, and our vision here is, if you've heard of this, some of you are wearing it today on your shirt, it is to make that Jesus known, for people to get to know that Jesus, the real Jesus. It's the gospel message. It's good news for those who have, who have yet to come to Christ, man, who haven't put their, news, their faith in the gospel, the good news of Jesus. But this is what we've also been believing for. We as a church want everything that God says we can have. Amen? Come on. We want everything that God says we can have. We want everything that the Word tells us is available to us. And so we see those things happen, and they're activated by the gifts of the Spirit. Now, this was our text. very first verse said this. Now, concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I don't want you to be ignorant. Like, I don't want you to be so, so tell your neighbor. I don't want you ignorant in this area. Amen? Come on, tell them. Tell, let them know. I don't want you ignorant in this area. 
<clears throat> so some of y'all are like, don't be calling me ignorant. I ain't calling you ignorant. He said, don't be, all right? And so we want to learn this. We want to see this. And this is what I believe. I believe there's yet things we have yet to tap into in the Spirit of God. There's areas that we need to encounter and go after him. And so I know this. Now, I, I've seen this happen. People have misused the, the gifts of the Spirit. They've abused the gifts of the Spirit. And as a result, it may have pushed you back from the spiritual giftings. Or, or maybe you've been hurt by it, wounded by it, or whatever. But this is what we know. It is something that God doesn't want us ignorant of. Matter of fact, this is something that he wants us to have. And so I want all that he wants us to have. Amen? So this is what we're talking about. So today, I want you to think about something. Now, a, a term has been used, and sometimes it gets bad things are connected to it for whatever reason. Or Again, people may have messed it up. But th- this, is what, this is what I want to look at for a second. The word charis, charis in, the, in the Greek, it means grace. All right? Charis means grace. And aren't you thankful for grace? I don't know about you. I'm thankful for grace. And this is what we see. The, the word charismatic, <clears throat> and I said that some of you got nervous when I said the word, all right? I saw it. Some of y'all sat up in your seat and like, the word charismatic, it comes from the word charisma, which means this, grace, gift. Just that's all this is. So, so the, if you've seen it freaky and you've seen it weird and you've seen it messed up or whatever, you know what charismatic is? It's just operating in those grace gifts. Now, this is what we know. If, you, if, if you're in this room, if you have a gift that God has given you by grace, I hate to tell you this, you're a charismatic. <laughs> Come on, somebody. Amen. So if you have been given a grace gift by God. Now, listen, there's a big difference in a charismatic and a charismaniac. Come on, come on. Charismaniac, maniac. I know, I know that ain't how it goes. But some of y'all, are, only the 80s generation appreciated that right there. Amen. But come on, come on, somebody. Amen. Charismaniac. So, no, it's charismatic. So this is what we want. We want the gifts in operation, the things that God has for us. Now, this is what I want to do. We're going to dig into it. I didn't figure this out. We didn't make it in the first service. We're not going to make it now. We're not going to finish this. So we just going to go for a little while and then watch God work. All right, that's what we're going to do. And we'll jump back into this later. But these are three things I want you to make sure you see when it comes to the spiritual giftings and why we believe in that. Again, and why we do this. And number one is this. is simply the fact that spiritual gifts are given. All right? That just, you need to see that. All right, that's so important because a lot of people believe today because of their past failure, because of their struggle, they're seeing what they've done, what has happened to them, that they don't qualify for a gift. But please understand, it's a gift. All right, you don't earn that gift, you receive that gift. And so it is a free gift to you. It's like salvation for you. If you've, if you've received Jesus, received the gospel, it was a gift to you. Not earned, but given to you because, man, Jesus loves you so much. Amen? And so, but this is what we see. We see now that the Holy Spirit, first of all, He's the gift. All right? The Holy Spirit is the gift. And a lot of people are searching for the gifts, and if they just looked for the gift, they would get the gifts. Amen? And those things would flow, but this is what we know. This gift of the Holy Spirit came bearing gifts. 
That's cool. I, I have an Aunt Edna, and I, Aunt Edna has, is now, I believe, with Jesus, has gone on uh, to, to, to be with the Lord, I believe. And, and this, is, this is what I love. Aunt Edna was just one of those ladies, so precious, that you just wanted to be around. I remember as just a little boy, if we were going to Aunt Edna's and Uncle Bill's house, man, I got excited. It was just, it was just a good time to be able to go over. They didn't have children of their own, so they did this. They just loved to love on the other children in the, in the family, man, from the other siblings. And, man, it was beautiful. And it was just, they were just a gift to be around. Just being with them was a gift. But this is what I loved about Aunt Edna. Edna. She wasn't just a gift. She came bearing gifts at Christmas time. <clears throat> Come on now. Now, again, so this may not seem like much to you. Remember, this was way back in the day. Way back in the day, and this was a very large family that we grew up in or are part of, my family. But she did this for every child in the family on Christmas when we would gather. I'm talking about this is a lot of people and a lot of kids. She would, at Christmas time, have a gift for every child. No, it didn't matter, man, where I was at, where I was playing, what I was doing, what I was eating. When Aunt Edna showed up and when she was ready to give gifts, you know what I did? I got in line for that. Amen. I wanted, man, I wanted the gifts that she had. Now, this was the gift back then. It was an envelope. I don't know if y'all know anything about the envelope. And then you open up the front of the envelope, and you will see a president on the inside, circled, cut out of the envelope, and just the president was, was there that you see. Now, it was only $5, but $5 was a lot of money back in that day, especially when it was a whole lot of kids, and I could buy me some stuff for $5, amen, back in, back in the day. And I loved it, and this is what was so beautiful. Again, this gift who came presenting gifts to us, man, she had one for every. Everybody. And it was incredible for everybody. And this is what I know today about the Holy Spirit. He has a gift for you. He has a gift for you. And so again, let this free gift be given to you. Don't let your previous experience and your past failure stop you from stepping into today and to tomorrow what God has for you and the gifts that are available for you. These are gifts that are available. Now, this is what we believe. Now, again, why? This is a big series about why we believe what we believe. Now, you may have conversations with people who are Christians who believe things when it comes to the spiritual gifts that God has, believe that those gifts have ceased. All right? Now, this, they would be called against big word. I'm going to give you a few big words, not to impress you, but this is just what they're called, uh, is a cessationist. All right? A cessationist is someone who believes the gifts have ceased, all right, that they've ended. Now, this is what they would do. They would take a passage, and this is where they draw it from, and we're not knocking them. This is just what they believe. And I, again, my heart behind this series is for you to have conversations with people, to share what you believe and know how to share that. So this is what they believe and where they believe it from. 1 Corinthians 13 is in your notes. Verses 8 through 10 says that love never fails. Can we get a witness? Amen. Love never fails. But this is what they, they read. They've said, but whether there are prophecies, they will fail. Where there are tongues, they will cease. Whether there is knowledge, it will vanish away. For we know in part and we prophesy in part, but when that which is perfect has come, then that which is in part will be done away with. 
Now, this is their belief system behind that. They believe that which is perfect is the Scriptures. How many know Scripture is perfect? I, I, I believe that. that. I'm with them. I, got, I amen them. The Word of God is incredible. It's beautiful. But they've taken this. Then they've taken that passage and they believe now that, that when the Bible will come to us, when it was given to us, it has come, and now the gifts that we actually read about in that perfect gift called the Bible have ended. Now, I have these conversations with them, and, and we'll talk about it, and they're like, man, you know, dude, it says it right there. The tongues, man, they're, they're ceasing. The, that uh, This prophecy is, is done away with. And I'm like, did you hear the rest of it? We just read that if there's knowledge, it will vanish away. Mm, let that settle for a second. Because I'm saying if all that other stuff's gone, it means you ain't got any knowledge today either. If that is, if tongues have ceased, if prophecy's done away with, and knowledge went with it, we all in trouble, amen? We're all struggling right now. But this is what we believe. If you continue to read on, you'll see that, man, there'll be a moment of face to face. That which is perfect has a face, and his name's Jesus. And I don't believe, man, that we see here, it was through Scripture. It was through when Jesus comes on the second coming, that when he comes, we won't need any of those other things. But because he is love, it will always be in operation, and it will never fail. But until then, man, we need prophecy we need tongues we need every gift of knowledge we need all of those things active today in the church now again a cessationist will believe that stopped i believe they're missing out i do i believe they're missing out now that's one word another word is this sensationalist all right now a sensationalist is one who does this they present stories in a way that are intended to provoke interest or excitement at the expense of accuracy I believe that can happen. Again, sensationalize something, the gifts of spirit be in operation, they get used for a, to be a show, or they get used for personal gain, or to see what they can get from something, and something gets sensationalized, but because, again, someone believes that that thing has ceased because someone else may misuse it, it does not mean that they have, they're, they're no longer in operation today. doesn't mean that. Now, this is where we would fall. As a church, right? as I believe, as a pastor, this is where we stand. It's not a cessationist that believes we're over. We don't want to sensationalize something and, and try to add something to it. You know the Holy Spirit sensational all by itself. Come on, amen. We don't have to work it, make it better. It's just he's good enough. And so it, we're not going to do that. We're what you would call a continuationist. Continuationist is this. Those who believe, man, you know something? The gifts of God that he's placed in operation continue today. They're still in operation, man, until the end comes, Jesus comes and gets us. Man, we believe they're in operation today. And, and there's some who would think that, you know, maybe, you know, like 200 years ago, there was an outpouring of the Spirit of God, and that's when it was activated. No, no we see activations like that. We see outpourings during those times, and we're seeing outpourings today. But please understand, they have always been in operation They've always been there. I love this, and I pulled this, man, just so we could see different generations and different time frames of people who were, during that day, speaking and showing us that the gifts were in operation even then. Justin Martyr, who died in AD 165, the early church historian, he stated that the prophetic gifts remain with us even to the present time. 
He said, now it is impossible to see among us women and men who possess these gifts. He's like, man, they're, they're all around us. We're seeing this in operation. Arrhenius, who died in A.D. 200, he says, we do also hear many brethren in the church who possess prophetic gifts and through the Spirit speak all kind of languages. The dead even have been raised up and remained among us for many years. And 200 A.D., in 280 uh, A.D., Novation, he said that this is the Holy Spirit who places prophets in the church, instructs teachers, directs tongues, gives powers and healings. He does many wonderful works. Now, I love this. We've been seeing this. Augustine, man, uh, again, many look at it. Again, who died in 430 A.D. He became a continuationist, man, because he saw this. He once believed they had ceased, but God began to reveal himself to him through the Spirit of God. He came to the place where he wrote in the books, The City of God, that he said, man, I can't even contain all the miracles and all of the things that I'm seeing him do. That's what I want, amen? And that's what we're hungry for. And you could go throughout Scripture and see, man, where today the gifts are given. Amen? They're given. And this is what we also know. Not only are they given, number two is this, they're given to glorify God. That's why they're given. That's why we want them, not to man lift us up, but to lift him up. They're given to glorify God. I, I, I mean, it was amazing. You guys were singing about, man, being undone. I don't know if you know that. That is from, man, the, uh, the passage where Isaiah sees the Lord. He has a vision of, of him seated on the throne, man. The glory of this train was filling the temple. He, he saw the seraphim that were, that were around him crying out to him, holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. And it was amazing. This is what it caused him to do. He fell down and he looks and he says, man, woe is me for I am undone. He did not say, wow is me. Come on. He didn't say, wow, is me. It was, woe is me. Wow is him. He is amazing. That's why we have the encounters with God. And if you have a true encounter with God, it will humble you. And when you see the God work and how he does these things man, in our life, this is what he gives them to us for, to glorify him to glorify and exalt his name. Tozer said this, he said, promoting self under the guise of promoting Christ is currently so common as to excite little notice. Let that set for a second, man. Promoting self under the guise of promoting Christ is currently so common as to excite little notice. Listen, spiritual gifts should always point to the giver and not the gifted. Spiritual gifts should always point to the giver and not to gifted. So the gifts that he's given us, we want to be careful. Man, as we start moving and operating in those gifts, man, and we want to keep and be watchful of those things. And this should be a warning for all of us. Anytime someone is operating a gift and it's glorifying them instead of him, run. 
Anytime a gift is glorifying them and exalting them instead of him, it's being done wrong. Anytime it's pushing a personal agenda, it's trying to get some. I've, I've watched that happen. I've actually seen where ministers would use and try to say the gifts of the Spirit were giving them words and, and things that were flowing to push a certain agenda. It meant it should only push one agenda, to glorify God, to make Jesus known, to push him and him alone. That should be the only reason and only agenda that's getting pushed. Now, this is what can happen. People can miss it. All right, some intentionally, some maybe again because they're trying to use something to push an agenda. Now, we had this interesting story. Uh, Angel and I were dating, and we're, you know, many moons ago, and, and, and becoming, we became engaged to be married. And in the church that we were a part of, there was a, a lady who had a word that she wanted to give to Angel. Now, the word that she gave to Angel was that Terry does not and is not supposed to be her husband. Come on, amen. Yeah, he is. Now, so, what? And so, now, here, here's, here was the truth behind that. She had a single son, and she had an agenda, I believe, behind that. But that's my woman, amen. That's my lady, amen. So, so don't come in here prophesying and saying you prophesying, amen. Don't prophesy up in here and try to prophesy and put that with that. Man, we got to be careful of those things, amen. But don't do it for that way. But listen, that did not mean that prophecy wasn't real. Words of knowledge wasn't true. Words of wisdom aren't It didn't mean any of those things. It still means it's true. I, and I love this. This is something I, we're trying to adopt as we go in more after God and things he has for us. I was watching an interview the other day of a, of a church, of church man, large church, a pastor of that church was talking about the gifts of the Spirit and things that happen in the church and things that they have learned from. So this is something they've done within their church. And I, I believe it's probably a good rule of thumb and maybe something we can look at. But this is the thing. They said, man, they want people to step out in the gifts. They want people to flow in those things, operate in those things. But they put a little, a little border around something, and they kind of kept it in, in, the, in, the, in the place of where they don't do this. They don't prophesy or give words of knowledge when it comes to mates and dates. Think about it for a second. I mean, that's where, again, it can get, man, you start talking about somebody's mate for where they're going to be the rest of their life, who they're going to be with. And again, so we just want to be careful about those things and just guard that. I think that's probably maybe some good counsel to think about. But this is what we do know, man. God still speaks. God still uses people. And he gives those gifts, again, to glorify God. But this is what's going on. It doesn't end there. He's given us the gift. It's given to glorify God. And third and final one is this, is it is given to profit all of us. It's, it's given to profit all of us. I, I love this. Again, verse 7 from our main text. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. Listen, this is good news. God gets the glory, but we get the benefits. 
Amen. That is so good. He gets the glory, but we get to benefit from these things. And so this is what we know. If you have been baptized into the body of Christ and you, the, the Spirit of God has come into your life, that is something that is to be shared and to be used. It is not something you keep for yourself. It is something that you use to bring profit to the whole house. We need you. Every person in here, we need your gift and that God has given you. We need every one of you. I love the timing of this. Couldn't be any better. I hadn't even thought about it that Faith Track was today, and they do a spiritual giftings test during Faith Track. So if you're like, man, well, I don't know what, what I'll do, come Faith Track. But whatever it is, is that you need to know this we need you. We need your gift. We need what God's put inside of you. And your relationship with Jesus is personal, but not private. It's not private. It's not something you keep to yourself. It's something that you bring to the body, and we need that. 1 Peter 4.10 says this, As each one, as each one, all of us, has received a gift, minister it to one another. Minister it to one another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. Man, I love this because we see here that it's so important that we use that gift within the body to minister to the other parts of the body and that we need each other in this area. And this is, this is just the truth. This is what can happen, and this is where a lot of times you can see it get weird. All right? Because, again, we're flawed. The gift's not flawed. We're flawed. The giver of the gift's not flawed. But listen, we must open up and allow those gifts to flow if we're ever going to bring profit to the house that he has and for us to bring what we need. And so we do this. People are involved, and we understand that we can miss it. But again, this is my heart, and this is what I want your heart to be. I may not get it right all the time, but man, my heart is pure. I want, it, I want to use this for Jesus. I don't want this for me. I want to use this. If God's flowing through me, I want to use it to bless someone else or bless the house. Just be careful, but we want to do this. We don't want to pull back and not work in it and not flow in it because I was like, man, thinking the other day, I was like, man, it, it is for us. The fruit of the Spirit grows, but it's the gifts of the Spirit that flow. And so, again, you have that, and you must open up and let that flow through you. Now, for me, just being honest, very transparent, this was an area, I, I'm telling you, where I struggled with for a very long time in opening up and flowing in the gifts. It's still something I'll have a tendency to pull back from. I just will. There's several reasons. I've, I've seen it abused, misused. Also for this, I believe it's a pride thing for me sometimes that I'm working through because I don't want to miss it. I just don't I, don't, I don't want to miss it. I mean, we joke around our house. There's a running joke that, like, man, if I said it, it's true. And you're live, you're kind of thinking about it. But, you know, the reason I'm, that's, I'm, I say this is because, man, I don't want to say something that's not true. I mean, I just don't. I don't want to miss it. I don't want to say something that's going to wound, hurt somebody. I want to be careful of that. It's one of the things, man, that causes me a lot of times to spend a lot of time and prepare for a message, a lot of time not wanting to say something that's wrong scripturally. So I'll dig into Greek, Hebrew, New Testament, read commentaries, go here, whatever. I just don't want to miss it. But here's the truth. A lot of times when it comes to operating in the gifts, sometimes we just may miss something, all right? But it doesn't mean, again, we should stop. And it doesn't mean we shouldn't be open to those things. I'm trying to do it this way. That's the way I've been learning and been, we've been encouraging some of our prayer team. Instead of coming up, just saying, man, God said this to you. 
just maybe, just again, put it in a place, deliver it in a way that they may be open to something God has for them. I had this happen last week. There was a, there was a couple that God put something so heavy on my heart for. I, I I couldn't resist it. I had to go go speak to them and share this. It was during ministry time, during during our altar time. Could not get away from it. This is how I delivered it to them. And I just wanted to be careful when I, as I did this. And I went to them and I just said, "Hey, th- this is something that I believe God has put on my heart for you." All right, so, so that's, that's the way. Again, not coming up saying God said so-and-so and it puts somebody who may not be ready to hear that or whatever. But I believe God said this and put this on my heart for you. Now, this is what I want you to do. If, it, if it's not something that's already on your heart, it's not something you've already thought about and this is not already a confirmation, just do this. Be open and pray about it and think on it. And if it's not, let it go. They wasn't offended. I wasn't offended. Whatever, but this is what I didn't want to do. I didn't want to hold that and then them miss out on something that God was calling them into. Amen. So you have to let that gift flow. Step out in that. Trust in that. And again, let it go that I'm going to disappoint somebody or I may miss it or I may fall or whatever. Listen, we're just human. You know what we're going to do if that happens? We're going to love each other. Keep on trucking. That's what we're going to do. We're going to love each other, keep on trouble. We're going to get married. Well, you said God said. No, we're just going to love each other, and we're going to keep flowing. But this is what we know. We see this in Scripture, and this is so important. As the worship team comes, 1 Timothy 4, 14 through 16, he says this. Do not neglect the gift that is in you. So he's already told us, don't be ignorant of it, so make sure you understand this gifts and the things that God has given you and his spiritual gifts. And then Paul's teaching this, this young man, he's trying to pour into him, prepare him. He said this, do not neglect the gift that's in you. Don't neglect this, don't miss this, which was given to you by prophecy with the laying on of the hands of the eldership. So you see right there in one passage where the gifts of the Spirit operation in the church during their times of worship in that day. It could be a small group, a prayer meeting, getting together or whatever. But you can see where the gifts are in operation here. And that gift was given and released and stirred up by the laying on of hands by the eldership. And so he told them this, don't neglect that thing. Don't miss it. And so if you're like, another why, man, why are we laying hands? Why are we releasing? Why? Bible, amen, because scripture. And he said this, meditate on these things. Think on that. Let those gifts, man, those things that are in you, man, don't just let that lie dormant. Think on that. Let that be stirred up in you. And then do this, give yourself entirely to them that your progress may be evident to all. I love that. And that's not glorifying the person because they're growing in the gift. That's not, you're just seeing, man, disciples being made. You're seeing the Great Commission be fulfilled. This is good stuff. This is not negative. It's not a bad connotation. Man, you're seeing it here where, again, others should see that evident, the work and what God is doing in you. And then take heed to yourself and to the doctrine. Continue in them. Don't get away from Scripture or truth. I mean, and, and the gifts will always confirm Scripture, not contradict it. And it will always see it become as a, as, as a word that backs up, backs up Scripture. So continue in them. For in doing this, you will save both yourself and those who hear you. Man, that is so cool. So he's saying this here. 
Don't neglect those gifts. You see in a prophetic flow of laying on of hands, gifts being released in the scriptures, and he tells us here, don't neglect those things. Don't be ignorant of those things. So I'm going to ask you to do this. If you would, I want you to stand with me, please. And we'll look at later, we'll look and we'll dig into a little more of the gifts and, and what they are, what they mean, and we'll, we'll, we'll unpack that a little bit more. But right now, this is what I want you to do. First of all, just, just take a moment. Just bang your heads, close your eyes. Just say, Holy Spirit, right now, God, what are you saying to me through this message, Lord? Yeah, what are you saying to me through this message, God? Thank you, Father. Mm. Thank you, Father. First of all, listen, if today you haven't surrendered your life and you haven't received the greatest gift, Jesus himself, salvation. If you have not received that gift, listen, this is the day for you. This is the day of salvation for you right now, right where you're standing. Just say, God, I come to you. I want salvation. I want Jesus, man. I, I put my faith and hope in the good news of the gospel right now. Put my hope in you, Jesus, and you alone, Lord. Oh, man, if you did that, we want to celebrate with you, help you take next steps. And, man, I believe God, man, has something great for you. And so right now, if that's you, just surrender it all over to him. I give it to you, Jesus. I give you my life right now. Surrender it all. But this is what we saw today in Scripture. If you're a Christian, if you're a believer, you're a part of the body. That's what the whole passage is talking about. If you're part of the body, there are things that God wants to do in and through you. You're so valuable. You're so needed right now. And so this is my heart. This is how I just felt like God wanted me to kind of end this day, end this message. This is the prayer. This is what he put on my heart for us right now. And if this is you right now, if, if, if you, you want to be used by God in the gifts of the Spirit, this is your heart right now. This is your desire. If you want to be used by God in the gifts of the Spirit, that's what you want. You desire this, man. You see, this is God giving us to us. Right now, I want you just to lift up your hands to the Lord. And just make yourself available to Him right now. Come on, just right now. If you want to be used by God, you want to be a part of bringing profit to all. You want to be part of bringing glory to God. You want to be used by Him to bring glory to Him alone. Right now, just lift your hands up to heaven. High as you can get them. Oh, man, yeah, God bless you. God bless you. Most hands are up, and, and, and every hand really should be. Amen. If we love Jesus, we want to honor Him. If we love Jesus, we want to proclaim Him. We want to glorify God. We want to honor Him and glorify Him. That should be our desire. He wants to use you to do that for the profit of all. Just if that's your heart right now, that's your desire. Mm, yeah. I want to be used by God in the gifts of the Spirit. I want to make myself available to Him right now. Just lift up hands. I want to do this a little bit different today right now. As your hands are still up right now, as your hands are still up, if that's your heart, you want to be used by God. You want to give the Spirit operator. You want to bring glory to Him. As your hands are up right now, I just want you to open your eyes right now. His hands are still up. And just look around right now. Man, a lot of hands in this room. This is what I want to do today. The altar is always open, and you can come to it. And if you need specific prayer about a specific situation from one of the leadership, we'll do that. But right now, you're a part of the body that we need. You have a gift that God has placed within you. You're making yourself available. It's not your ability. It's your availability. It's your willingness to be open to Him. So you're right now, just look around. And I want you to do this. Would you just form some groups in this room right now with others who have their hand raised? 
Just right now, just look around, turn around. You step across an aisle, walk across the room. And just right now, just get, I just want the body to minister to the body. We got to do it here before we'll ever do it out there. Amen. We got to get used to just flowing in those gifts, ministering to one another. And do this, the people that you're praying with right now, as you link up, as their hands are raised, man, they're, they're, they're wanting this like you're wanting this right now. It's not to make you feel uncomfortable, man. This is just to get you to walk again what God has given you and flow again what he's placed in your heart. Hey, man, this is so beautiful. Man, I love this. This is so beautiful. God bless you. Yeah, just get with groups and just, just begin to do this. First of all, man, those that are in your group, you got a specific prayer? Right now, begin to tell them, I got a, I got a need. Let them pray. And I believe this, gifts of healing are going to flow. Gifts of miracles are going to flow. Words of not, just, just let that flow. Just make yourself available. As a worship team right now, just ministers to the song. Right now, just begin to right now, let those gifts be in operation in that, in that group right now. Just minister to one another. Just pray. The prayer of faith. Come on, it's a gift. Pray the prayer of faith. Let faith be released right now. Let faith be released right now. So good. This is so beautiful. Come on, two, three, four, five groups. What? Just whatever. Just group up. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Right now, just begin to flow. Thank you, Father. You at home, we want to partner with you right now. We want to minister with you. Let us know how we can be praying for you, praying with you. We want to believe it, man. God's going to do something in your life, in your situation. Come on, this is so good. Yeah, connect with Thanks again for listening to this message. We hope it's been a source of encouragement for you. If you need prayer, would like to support this ministry through your financial giving, or just want to learn more about Faith Renewed, please stop by faithrenewed.org.